Hello and welcome to Talking Cars with Caden. In this podcast, we are going to be um, talking about cars, debunking myths, and if you have a question about a car, you can send it in using the voice messaging feature on your app. All right, so let's get started with the myths. So, myths. So, a number one myth is about car safety. These are all about car safety, actually. Most people consider minivans to be extremely safe vehicles. This is kind of a yes or no. I'm going to have to go with no because, I mean, if you look at the Pontiac Transport, uh, Nissan Quest, the new one that the Dodge Grand Caravan, Chrysler Down in Country, those, um, Toyota Previa, they're all extraordinarily unsafe, including even the new Toyota Sienna and the passenger side overlap. These things, these are extremely unsafe vehicles. I mean, the Pontiac Transport and the frontal offset crash, you could see the foot came off in the test. I mean, really, that's never happened in a test before. The Previa, it buckled and been under the Astrobe. It almost folded in half. The Sienna, the uh, A-pillar came in towards the driver, sent the uh, dashboard inwards. The uh, Town and Country and the Grand Caravan, they had the parking brake pedals go through the legs and the dash wedge up against the person. The um, Quest, well, everything went in on the driver. The A-pillar was almost touching the B-pillar, almost, not really. So, I'm looking, I'm looking this up on the internet right now. In uh, The minivans are classified by the federal government as light trucks. That last part where I was talking about town and country, that was from me. But this part is from this website. It's this law firm website, and it says the federal government classifies them as light trucks, which means they don't have to meet the same bumper impact standards as passenger cars. Yes, yes, I know that means absolutely nothing in safety, but it means that you're more, more likely to get a dent, which would lead to higher repair costs. It's just not a good idea to get in a minivan. They're unsafe vehicles. Go with an SUV. Another, this is a car seat safety myth. After the toddler stage, kids don't need a child car seat. Okay, this is the most dumb thing I've heard in my life. So, cars, car seats are there to protect your child. They're there to hold them in there in case of, hold them in place in case of an accident. They don't need like a rear facing car seat. Now that's, from, that's for infants, but they still do. They still will need a booster seat and backrest thing. Once they get to a certain height, I forget which which height that was. They're able to start um, using no backrest and just use like the regular seatbelt. But it's like a law until the age of twelve. The boost um, they recommend ke- NHTSA recommends keeping the booster seats in until age twelve to improve safety. All right, let's move on to our next myth. Larger cars are always safer in a crash. Okay, there is so much wrong with this. The vehicle weight does not matter. What matters is, is the crumple zones, the rigidity of the occupant compartment, how well the restraints hold you in there, and the um, how well the airbags deploy and where they go. And how many airbags there are, really. Because if you were to get in a side impact crash, yeah, you may be a bit safer because you're up higher, but you have a likely, a more likely injury risk. I don't know what I'm saying. You have a higher risk of injury to your lower legs. 
because the car, if the car was, if you were going like 30 miles an hour and the, another car was coming at 50 miles an hour, it'd hurt, it would like really hurt you. Even if it was just a sedan, it would really hurt you because the B, the uh, A pillar and B pillar and C pillar on the doors, they're all there beside you. If you think about the front, there's all that room in an engine and all the other stuff there to help um, reduce the impact sizes or the impact forces on the crash when the doors really, they aren't. 10 feet wide and they don't have an engine in them so what's there to protect you a little bit of metal so that's why automakers now are fitting uh, little crossbars in there and stiffening devices to make sure the cars are safer from the side impact crashes and it's actually now required by the government to it's actually been uh, required by the government for a while but it's required to have a certain level of rating for the side impact crash for them to be able to be sold on the road all cars meet this or else they wouldn't be on the road if they're new. And sometimes they're easy. They're actually easier to roll over. I mean, if you look at a test where the Jeep Grand Cherokee was um, doing the elk test, which is a required test in, I think, uh, the Netherlands or something where there's a lot of elk, or the moose test, it, like, almost rolled over and popped several tires. And I forget which car this was, but this other car, complete, no, it was a Mercedes A-Class, the original one, it rolled over completely and injured, I think it injured the test driver in the elk test. So cars are actually getting safer and the Smart for Two has a surprising high, surprisingly high rating for its size, which actually kind of surprised me. So does the, no, the Fiat 500 doesn't, it's a terrible one. But if you think, if you compare that to an Isuzu Rodeo from that time or that 90s Honda Passport, that thing didn't really win, neither the Chevy Blazer. If you took a Chevy Malibu and a Chevy Blazer, a new Malibu and one of those older Blazers, the Malibu would win, and no matter what, because, I mean, it'd eat into the structure of the big vehicle because it's weaker and the Malibu is newer, which means it's stronger. Not necessarily, but it's, you know what I'm talking about. So, those are some myths. After this, we're going to be back with more questions. We'll be right back after the break. Okay, welcome back to the podcast. So, um, right now, it is I'm going to answer a few questions about me and questions like I found these on the internet, car conversation topics for somebody. So, I just copied and pasted a few. I don't know how many, so I'm just going to go ahead and go answer them. Okay, so the first question is, how old were you when you first learned to drive? Well, I'm not able to drive yet. I'm 13. I really want to drive. In video games, I'm a pro driver, but I can't drive in real life. I can drive go-karts, but not in my area legally. I do it at a uh, go-kart track at Frankie's. Have you driven a manual shift car? No. Do you have a car? My parents do. They have a 2013 Toyota Highlander Limited and a 2019 Honda Passport EXL. It's an automatic transmission, both of them. And I personally would prefer an automatic, or a automatic, but you can turn it into a manual. I forget what that's called. What are the advantages of owning a car? Well, they're nice, they're fast, they're fun, they're cool, they're amazing, and they're just cars. And I love cars. What are the disadvantages of owning a car? The government making you pay taxes? Have you ever been in a car accident? No. Have you ever been pulled over by the police? No, but I was in the car with somebody who did for going too fast at an airport. 
Have you ever driven a car in a foreign foreign country? No. I've never been to a foreign country where they drive on the different side of the road. But in Mexico, they did drive on the uh, right side of the road. It was when I was in a bus. Not really. I didn't notice any road sign differences. Are there drivers in your area where you live? Are the drivers in your area where you live good drivers? Yes, except the ones driving Priuses. Are the drivers in your area, or do you know anything about repairing or maintaining a car? Yes. I know how to rebuild an engine. I've done that before. I learned this at a camp. I know how to change the oil, change fluids, check tire pressure, refill tires, basic stuff like that, change tires. Yes, I do. I always do fluid checks before we go on road trips. I do stuff like that. I prefer driving. I, um, it's, it says, do you prefer driving or riding public transportation? I prefer driving. What kind of car do you prefer? A luxury one, specifically a Rolls-Royce Phantom. Do you like to drive at night? Well, if I could drive, definitely. Do you think cars should be banned from city centers? Am I a hippie, tree-hugging liberal? No. Do I reminisce about the days before Industrial Revolution and anything fun? No. The answer is no. I do not think they should be banned, and I think people who think they should be banned should be banned. What side of the road do you drive in in your country? Well, we drive on the right side. Yeah, the right side. Or left side, I don't know. Is drunk driving a problem in your country? Yes. Have you ever been or no? No, no, no. Jaywalking is illegal. Or, no, it's not legal. That's why the question. Did Who taught you to drive? I think my, it was my dad or my Uncle Daryl at a go-kart place. What is the longest trip you have ever taken by car? I'd say it's us going to Ohio. I forget how long that is. Either that or it's Kentucky, which is like seven hours. Uh, let's see. Have you ever broken down and been stranded on the side of the road? Well, if a pop tire on my way to school has been uh, considered yes, then yes. It was in my mom's 07 Odyssey. I got my I got four teeth pulled the, that day. My tooth started bleeding. She pulled over. Her her tire popped, and then she tried to accelerate, and mud was flown all over her car. How do American drivers compare to drivers in your country? Well, they're the exact same because I'm an American. What are the speed limits in your country? Ridiculously low. Well, on what occasions do you honk your car horn? If I see someone that I know, if I see a car that I like, then I want to say hi. If an idiot pulls in front of us, if, if an idiot would pull in front of me, and stuff. Are men better drivers than women? Or are women better drivers than men? I don't know. I've not compared. I don't know. What age can you get a license in your country? Well, you can start driver's ed at 14 and a half, but you can get your learner's at 15 and your driver's license at 16. I think it should be lowered to 13. That's what it said. Do you think the age for driving should be raised or lowered? Do you think driving lessons should be provided by high schools? Yes, as a required thing because, you know. Should new drivers have a period of accompanied driving? No. Do you have a GPS? And both of my parents' cars, yes. Does the type of car 
does the type of car a person drives tell us about the person who drives it? Yes, if it's a Prius, it tells us that they actually care that they're middle schoolers on the AB honor roll and loves uh, gluten-free bread and is constantly reminiscing about the days before anything fun or cool whatsoever. But other than that, no. Actually, yes. If an Audi dri- an Audi driver wants to tailgate you and thinks you're better than thinks they're better than everybody, a BMW driver doesn't give a crap if they use their turn signals or not. Can you? What can we tell or imagine about a person by looking at the car they drive? Well, we can tell that if it's a Subaru, uh, Outlook or Outback or a uh, Subaru Ascent, then they're a hippie liberal. Or a Prius, or it'd be liberal. If they're driving a a hot hatchback supercar, uh, Rolls, if they're driving those or sports car Mustang, then they're car enthusiasts. If they're driving a Rolls Royce, a Bentley, a that mean or Rolls Royce or a Bentley, that means they're either a car enthusiast and really like luxury cars, or they're just really, 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 really rich people. If you see a person driving a Bugatti, they know that you know that they're richer than everybody on the road, including yourself. What are the laws about seatbelts in your country? You must wear them. Click it or ticket. Is your car air conditioned? Yes. Air conditionings. What are the advantages and disadvantages of air conditioning? The advantages are us being able to be cool while we're driving and not overheat, and the disadvantages are overheating. Do you have a GPS? Yes. I I would use it. If yes, when do you use it? If no, why would you like one? Why or why not? So we use it whenever we don't know anywhere. So yes, we do have one. We use it when we don't know how to go somewhere. We're on vacation. Um, because that'd be nice. Is the cheap is what is the price of gasoline in your country? It depends. With Obama, it was skyrocketing. With Trump, it's actually quite low, which is good. Would Do you allow passengers to eat in your car? No. They'll get crumbs and icky everywhere. What are the advantages and disadvantages of buying a second-hand car? Well, some advantages are, you mean, you get a lower price, you can get a pretty cool one for... Quite a bargain. I found a Rolls-Royce Silver Spur, I think it was, on Auto Trader. It was $8,000, and it had less than 50,000 miles on it. $8,000! Some disadvantages are you don't know where it's been. You don't know if it's been an accident unless you pay for a ridiculously high Carfax report. And yeah. Do you wash your car self, or do you have, or do you have it washed? I have it wash myself because I don't trust it with those brushes they'll scratch it up unless it's one of those cars that I don't really care about the paint's already scratched yeah I'll take it to the car wash do you think there's a relation between global warming and cars no because global warming doesn't exist and it's a hoax made up by Al Gore have you ever seen a hybrid car yes and I barfed every time I saw it it was a Prius what do you know about hybrid cars environmentalist hippies drive them and they go ridiculously slow do you really think that car manufacturers are in- interested in global warming? No. Because it's fake. How often do you need to get your car repaired? Never there, Toyota and Honda. Do you like to drive or be driven? Drive. Have you ever been bribed? Have you? No, I've not. 
there are traffic laws in my country, and they're strict. People do find the uh, follow the rules of the road mostly, unless they're Audi, BMW, or um, Prius drivers. It is easy to find parking. Parking's not expensive unless you're in the city or New York. What should be done in order to prevent traffic congestion in your city? Get the prices off the road because they're causing it all. Is car theft a big problem in your country? Yes and no. In certain areas where there's a lot of poverty, yes. But other than that, not really. Is road size distance common in your country? Yes, we have AAA. Can you change a flat tire? Yes. Do you know, what do you know about, or do you know anything about fixing a car? Yes. So, yeah. Also, I, what do you think of carpooling? I think it's stupid. It's completely stupid. So, yeah, those are the questions that I found on the internet. I think that's going to do it for this episode. Of course, you can ask me questions. It's going to be in the first half of the show. The other half of the show is going to be talking about car news. You can message me, a voice message, on your Anchor app. I think I'm going to leave a link for the sharing in the description of this podcast. So you can do that. Have a good day. Uh, Please subscribe to my podcast. And I'll talk to you guys later next or uh, tomorrow. Bye-bye. Talking Cars is a production of Lazio Lane Studios and PCS Production.